Testing, testing, one, two. Welcome to this Madre podcast number 38. Appreciate you joining us for another week of my really fucking exciting life. Um, if you're a big fan, uh, please remember to subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes and SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you're a really big fan, we really appreciate your support that you have given us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash desmadre where you can chip in a dollar or two to uh, help us keep our internet and our studio going. Uh, The studio is still there. I was actually there earlier today. Everything is cool. Everything is kosher. Sammy will be back. He is still on his uh, vision quest. He's trying to find himself, people. You know, he needs time. It involves a lot of hallucinogens and uh, basically time away from my sorry ass. Um, But he will be back. I talked to him today. He's still a young man. Finding his way in the world. And a lot of people have been asking, where's Sammy? Bitch, he's here. Calmate, way. Um, fucking enjoy enjoy this. Enjoy this mature man right here. Shit, look at the gray stubble here. This comes from years of drinking and basically not dying. If you don't die, you will eventually get this stubble. That's all the special work that I have done to deserve the stubble. I have not died. My body has survived long enough to gray. Congratulations to me. Um, this week, same old shit, man. Uh, not a whole lot going on. I, um, I'll give you a quick update on working out, you know, eating healthy and whatnot. Um, I really haven't been doing either of those things. Um, as you know, we've been working on the house. That's been keeping me pretty busy. Um, last week, I busted out the fucking chainsaw, fucking built up my man cred, chopped down. I didn't chop him down, actually. What happens in California is that if you have trees that are too close to power lines, PG&E, which is the Pacific Gas and Electric, they will literally just come and fucking chop them down so that they don't get into the power lines. But then they leave the trunks in your fucking yard. Um, So I had a bunch of trunks in my yard and I had to get them out of the way because we had to plant some shit. So I was out there fucking rolling logs. And then I had to cut them into small pieces because I'm not that strong. I'm not strong enough to lift an entire fucking tree trunk. I'm close, but I'm not. Um, so I spent, when was that? Thursday. And it was raining like a fucking bitch out there. Boulder Creek is, uh, turns out, the wettest place in California. And I'm not joking. It literally is the wettest place in California. Um, so we get a lot of rain there. Which is actually really nice. Um, it's just kind of real quiet and serene when it rains and chill. Um and it makes it feel like you've actually got seasons. It doesn't get too cold, but it does get cold. Um, but that was Thursday, fucking raining like a bitch up there. I was outside completely soaked. Um, I was out there for like two hours moving those logs and cutting them and just fucking doing man shit. I was moving sandbags. I had to bring a bunch of sandbags down because there's erosion you have to be careful with. So I brought over two days, I think I brought like almost 80, 90 sandbags in my truck unloaded them that was my workout for two days in a row which actually was really good and I felt great um but then that day that I was out there in the rain cutting the logs I was out there and I didn't have any other clothes except like a t-shirt that was in the house and I was completely soaked and I was like fuck what am I gonna do because I needed to be out there for the rest of the day and I was I was literally like soaking wet dripping like everything my shoes my socks everything so I was like fuck okay well we have the washer and dryer so I like I just threw all my shit in the washer except for the t-shirt, which the extra t-shirt that I had that was clean. So there I was, I was like, I had a t-shirt on 
and nothing else, and I was just sitting around a house with no furniture. I felt like a fucking like porn actress waiting for like a pizza guy, the scene to start where I like she's like opens the door and she's like, Hey, and then the dude's like, What? You got a t shirt on, and that's it. And then she's like, Come in. And then I had this whole fantasy going about a pizza man showing up, apparently. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but that was basically me. I was walking around in a house with a fucking t-shirt, fucking balls out, uh, waiting for the fucking dryer to finish my damn socks. Man, those socks, they're real comfortable. They're real thick. Those nice cotton ones and shit, but they take forever to dry. I'm like fucking checking them every five minutes. Come on, fucking socks. My patas are fucking frozen. Dude, I was so cold. I was like, just like walking around, and we have these little little uh, floor mats. They're like carpet rugs, but they're like the size of like, I don't know, like maybe like two feet by one and a half feet. You put them like in front of the sink, maybe because you're gonna stand on them. I was literally just standing on one of those in the kitchen in front of the island, just waiting for my socks to dry because I had nowhere else to go. I, we have no couch, we have nothing. I was just fucking standing around on a little piece of carpet. I was like a cat looking for a warm spot in the house, and then. To top it off, I was fucking starving because I had been out there doing that fucking manly shit, cutting logs. And I was like, man, I got to go get some lunch. I need to get the fuck out of here. I got no food. But it turned out we had a bag of chips and a container of uh, seven-layer bean dip. Fuck, dude. I ate a whole bag of chips and that whole container of seven-layer bean dip in a fucking t-shirt. Man, what a fucking marra. Like, imagine if I had, like, had a heart attack at that moment and they found me. There would have been, like, this fucking container of bean dip, a bunch of chips, chip crumbs, and I'm just wearing a t-shirt. It would have been pretty fucking awesome, but I didn't die. I'm still here. Sorry, you don't get that story. Um, All that to say that I feel like I've been working out because I was doing all that, you know, dope manly shit like cutting logs and moving things and all this stuff. And according to my watch, it says I've been working out because I've been moving around and whatever this thing says um but i haven't really been eating healthy i um we threw a party that was that was thursday friday what the fuck did we do friday i don't know man i don't know what i did friday saturday i went back up to the house got a bunch of shit ready we we um we had the electrician out there more of the white handyman um installed an electric car charger for larissa's car because fucking futuristic and shit um had a light installed because it is pitch black in the driveway. Literally, you could fucking misstep and go down a canyon like a ravine. So we installed the lights, installed a car charger, and uh, that's about it. A couple of other small things. And then Sunday, we had a barbecue up at the pad for the first barbecue ever. Uh, a few of our friends were in town for the Stanford Cal Big Game, which I missed because I was at the house working, helping the electrician do shit. Uh, but everybody that was in town for that came up to the house on Sunday. We had a really great time. I got fucking hella hammered, smoked out a little bit. Um, we we, got, we bought a fire pit. That was really awesome, actually. Great idea by the wrist. It was like, we should buy a fire pit and put it down there. Um, so I went over to uh, Osh, Orchard Supply Hardware. This podcast not brought to you by Osh, but the fire pit was. And uh, we started a fire, first little campfire. Um, sat there for like three or four hours, just chilling, bullshitting. Um, so it was a great, great, great weekend. But man, I woke up yesterday, Monday, I was just hurting. I was, man, I was hungover. 
just like took a nasty dump when he got brunch with JT. Um, but I was pretty much dragging ass all day. And I stayed up at the house. We have uh, my day job. We have the whole week off, which is really nice because I have to go in and deal with stuff this week. I am checking emails. I've been, I actually did some work today. But anyway, so yesterday was Monday and I just fucking just worked on, I didn't work on the house. I cleaned up from the barbecue the day before. And uh, and in the afternoon, I finally just took a nap. It was amazing, actually. We have a patio set up there now. with the. It's basically a couch on the patio. And I was just lying on that, looking at the trees, and I just fell asleep. Dope. I also finished my barbecue. Didn't finish it, but I assembled a barbecue that we purchased. Uh, so we have a barbecue. I've got a bunch of patios set. We can, so we can throw barbecues uh, and parties outside, but... You're going to be fucking asked out if you want a comfortable place to sit or sleep inside the house. Because, again, I slept on the sleeping bag. This time I took the I took the cots back, so I slept directly on the floor. And, yes, it is not comfortable. Maybe we had it too hot or something, but I fucking woke up and I was, like, hot as shit. And, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, just sleeping on hardwood floors, man. Not good, not good. So I've been trying to eat a little healthier in the last two days. <laughs> My diets and my workout plans are about five, two to five days long. That's about it. That's about all I can last. But everybody keeps talking about uh, being vegetarian and shit. I have a, a new coworker. I have two coworkers who are vegetarian. And then I read, um, well, actually, my friend came up this weekend. And I was like, yo, you're looking lean, dude. You look like you're in shape. And he, I was like, what have you been doing? You've been working out? And he's like, no, nah, man, just diet. Just all diet. He's like, I've barely been working out. He's just been focusing on his diet. And I was like, "Damn, look, you look, you look great, man. You look, you look lean, man. You looking, you looking like a killer." Um, and he's like, "Yeah, man. I've just been kind of doing like a little bit of like basically paleo, just laying off on carbs, eating, you know, uh, nutrient dense foods, uh, proteins and stuff." And I was like, "Shit, man. Maybe we're just I'm just doing this all wrong. I'm trying to like basically." work out like fucking crazy and shit, and then I fucking eat like a fucking idiot, uh, which is obviously not a good idea, but uh, I don't think you really need to work out a whole lot, and it's funny how, you know how, well, like, when you first mention something or you start talking about it, you know, start noticing it everywhere, um, like a new word or something weird like that, but not that vegetarianism is new to me or anything, but um, we have a new coworker, I have a new coworker that's a vegetarian, and so we've been talking shit to him. Then my buddy said this, and another fr- a friend who lost 30 pounds just doing paleo and stuff. Um, and then I saw an article about um, Julio Jones, who's like a wide receiver for the Falcons. And he said, he's in his 30s, and he's like in his later in his NFL career, and he's still playing like ridiculously well, and he recovers from injuries very fast. And he basically says he's been vegetarian for the last couple of years, and that that's his success story. And like he eats some meats. But mostly he's just like got a hardcore nutrition game plan. He says he does not lift in the during the regular season. He lifts a little bit of what's required in the off season to kind of maintain his muscle tone. But it's just all diet. And his chef actually is the dude who used to be a chef for Migos, the rappers in Atlanta. Um, however the fuck that happened. I guess it's an Atlanta thing or whatever. But, uh, so that guy. And then um, Kyrie Irving, who's a fucking basketball player. Uh, for the uh, Celtics, he used to be with the Cavs, and uh, now he's uh, no, no longer playing second fiddle to Mr. LeBron, LeBron James, uh, and Kyrie Irving is playing like phenomenally, and apparently he went vegetarian this summer, 
So I don't know what the fuck's going on with those guys. Uh, but a lot of the vegetarians I know, they look like shit, man. They look like the guy, uh, that depressed guy, Bill, on King of the Hill. Kind of like, they always, like, vegetarians always have really narrow shoulders. Like, they don't have muscle mass in their chest and shoulders. And they got a little fucking little beard gets like, hey, guys. Uh, I don't know if I can eat here because I'm vegetarian. And I'm like, you're not even in shape, dude. Why do you want to be a vegetarian? Like, fucking, you're going to get beat up if you're not careful, bro. Looking like that, you're going to beat up by a fifth grader or something. Um, and then, yeah, I know a lot of vegetarians are actually very overweight and they just don't look healthy and shit. So I don't really think vegetarianism is the thing. I think you just got to. Just gotta eat less, moderate, and drink less beer like my fucking dumbass. Um anyway, I gotta work on that. Mostly moderation. And more veggies. I just I do like carbs. There's no getting around the fact that I love carbs. There's certain things like that are really like comforting. Like in the morning, in the morning I literally just want a cup of coffee with milk in it. And a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I can't tell you how many days that's really just my breakfast. I wake up, I shower, brush my teeth, da da da. I start the coffee. Oh, it smells so good. Fresh brewed coffee in the morning. Oh man, it's amazing. Fucking throw some warm milk in there. Fire up the toaster, a couple slices of my gluten free multigrain. Throw some of that fucking crunchy ass peanut butter on that bitch. Oh damn, some four. Four berry preserves. Walk out the house with my peanut butter jelly and my coffee. Damn, fool. I don't need like an omelet. I don't need all this fruit. That's all I need. I feel amazing. I, I mean, I think I do. It, it tastes amazing. I'm not going to lie. I eat that probably two or three days a week. And it's delicious. Um, it, it's just like so comforting. Like a nice piece. Of, like you want the bread to soak up the coffee while it's in your mouth. Then while that's in your stomach, you just, oh, man, it's so amazing. I really don't know what a healthy breakfast is supposed to be. Like, I guess, like, oatmeal or, like, acai bowl or what the fuck are you supposed to eat? Like, vegetables? Like, can you imagine eating a salad and drinking coffee? Ugh. That sounds fucking nasty. I just had a fucking salad for dinner tonight. I made this killer salad, and now I'm drinking beer, and I got a weird taste in my mouth. Like... This should taste amazing. I should have like pizza breath or hamburger breath or taco breath. And then you throw the beer on it and it's like, it's like fucking sizzles. Amazing flavor bud matrix combination going in my mouth. But right now I feel like, I don't know, man. I got that weird like aftertaste in my mouth. Like my mouth doesn't know what to do with this. I'm at a loss. And I can't buy, if, I, if I'm not going to eat carbs, I can't buy them. I can't have them in the house because I will eat the fuck out of them. Like a bag of chips in the house is basically a bag of chips in my stomach. I will eat a whole fucking bag. It's bad, 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 bad. Anyway, got to work on that, man. I got to work on that. But I just got to balance it out, man. I just got to balance it out. Love bread. Can't eat most of it. But the gluten-free bread is amazing as far as I'm concerned. Um, what else? What else has happened in the news? Well, sex scandals continue. People keep going down. The list has grown. Uh, George Takai. Can you believe that shit? George Takai. Russell Simmons. Ryan Seacrest. Al Franken. Some writer on Girls. And then Charlie Rose. Man, 
I don't know what the fuck is going on, but everyone is going down. All I can think of, now I'm just going to start a new conspiracy theory here, is that every man who's done even something slightly suspect, now they're all calling each other and they're like, yo, bro, just, just come out, man. Just start, start some, get some stories out there. Get some crazy shit going on you. And if we're all guilty of this, then basically nobody will care anymore. This is not a big deal. Like, it's just like Trump who who does something so fucking stupid every single day that people get used to it, and it no longer means anything. That's what's starting to happen right now, because everyone is going down. It is crazy. And it's all the same thing. For some reason, just like me and my t-shirt, you know, waiting for the pizza guy to arrive, or the pizza girl, actually the post lady. There's, we have a post lady now. She's not a postman. She's a post lady. Maybe I was just waiting for the post lady in my t-shirt. Oh, you've got a package? Well, come on in. I would have said to her. No, nah, actually, I'm I'm a nice guy, man. I'm married. I don't do that sort of thing. I probably just would have like ran into the bathroom and like waited until she left. Cause I'm embarrassed because I have fat legs. <laughs> My thighs rub. I'm fucking so fat. Anyway, um Yeah, man, every band is going down. The pigs, the swine. Everyone's playing together in the trough, in the pigsty. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see who goes down next week. Should be interesting. Um, The other thing that I thought was interesting that happened last week was uh, these basketball players, these guys that play for UCLA. I don't even know their names. I just know that one of them is uh, LeVar Ball's son or whatever. These motherfuckers were out on China on, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just dropped the battery. Um, they were going to play some sort of basketball game out there and they got caught for shoplifting sunglasses at like a Gucci store or a Louis Vuitton store or some shit. Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. They got caught and they got thrown in jail and it just so happened that, uh, Donald Trump was out there on a, on a, whatever, on a government or diplomatic trip at the time and I guess lobbied for them to be released and they were released. And um, these fucking idiots, I, I don't know how many days they spent in jail. It must have been like a couple of days. Like I, I don't even know if they actually went to jail. I should do my fucking research. Long story short is they didn't spend more than a week in jail and they got released. Normally they would have ended up in jail for like five to ten years. But they got released. And then uh, something happened where I guess like they, um, LeVar Ball, on uh, who's one of their dads, who's just a whole other fucking podcast worth of bullshit. This guy basically said that Trump didn't do shit for him and that, you know, it wasn't because of Trump that they got released. And uh, Trump, you know, shot back on Twitter and said, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, now that the, okay, here, here, <laughs> this is what Trump's first tweet said. Now that the three... I'm not even going to try to do a, a Donald Trump impression. I'm sorry. I'm really awful with these impressions. Now He said, Now that the three basketball players are out of China and saved from years in jail, LeVar Ball, the father of LiAngelo, is unaccepting of what I did for his son and that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left him in jail. <laughs> First of all, unaccepting. What does that even mean? I think he's accepted it. He's unappreciative, maybe. Um... And then he said, followed up that tweet with this one. Shoplifting is a very big deal in China, as it should be five to ten years in jail. 
but not to Father Lavar. Should have gotten his son out during my next trip to China instead. China told them why they were released. Very ungrateful. Very ungrateful. I just added an extra very ungrateful. Um, you know what? I think the fucked up thing here is that Trump pushed so hard to get them out in the first place. Um, I would have left their asses there and just been like, uh, well, actually, I would have, I would have like worked out the deal, but I wouldn't have had them come back so quickly. I would have been like, yo, uh, Li Xinping or whatever. I don't know the president of China's name. Yo, dude. Uh, president of China. Um, look, man, these guys are fucking idiots. They deserve to, uh, you know, uh, serve some sort of punishment for this crime. Let's leave them over here for about at least the rest of the basketball season, which goes through maybe April. Like, you know, don't beat them, please. You know, give them, give them some good stir fry rice, beef and broccoli, some orange chicken. Keep them more or less healthy. Put them in the nice part of the jail. But don't let them come home until the day after the basketball season. Because um, these guys are fucking idiots. What are you doing stealing in a fucking foreign country? A communist fucking foreign country? Um, I, I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Most people learn not to steal when they're young. Most people don't ever steal, I would think. But I actually... It's kind of stupid, but I, my friend... My, a couple friends and I used to steal like baseball cards... For a while, probably when we were like 10 or maybe a little older, 11 or 12 or something, we had all kinds of schemes, man. We used to steal like crazy until we got caught. But luckily, we got caught when we were kids. And I think that's what I heard somebody else on, on sports radio talking about this. And they had a similar incident where they got caught as a kid and then they were just like basically shit their pants and were like, I'm never doing that again. Um, But we used to steal from 7-Eleven. And also from like baseball card shows that they would have at like conventions or like the mall or something. And um, at 7-Eleven, we had a whole fucking scheme and it was pretty brilliant. I'm not sure who came up with this. It could have been me. I don't recall. Maybe. But basically, we would go to 7-Eleven with like a dollar. And we would go in and get a big gulp or a Slurpee. Like the biggest Slurpee you could get. And you'd fill it up somewhat, partially like halfway, and then you like go act like you're going to go buy more shit and walk the aisles, and you'll just grab like a few packs of baseball cards, and there was a few brands, I think they were Upper Deck, and maybe Score, or I don't know what, but they were basically vacuum sealed, they were sealed like they were waterproof, and we would throw them in the fucking Slurpee cup, and there'd be like a fucking big stack like this, like fucking five or six fucking packs, and throw them in there. And they walk around, and just to be fucking even bigger dicks, we would go fill up the rest of the Slurpee if there was room. <laughs> and then we'd pay a dollar for the Slurpee, or whatever it was. And we'd walk out of there and just ride our bikes home and be like, bam, get home and have all these baseball cards. <laughs> fucking little scheming bastards. Um, and then uh, one time, uh, a friend, one of these friends and I, we were at a baseball card show at a mall. They would basically set up like folding tables inside the mall and they would have all these fucking um, booths, you know, of people selling cards, like private people selling their cards or whatever. And this was really close to uh, Arlington Stadium, which is where the Rangers played. And so we used to go over there uh, before the games and just look at baseball cards and whatever. And uh, we were, for some reason, not for some reason, we wanted um, 
We really wanted a team set. We used to take baseball cards to get autographs. So anyway, me and my fucking friend came up with this brilliant plan where they had a team set, and it was like in a little box. And that box was maybe about three three quarters of an inch thick, so and you know, like the size of a baseball card. So it wouldn't fit in your pocket. And so the plan was I w- we were going to walk up, blah, blah, look around. I was going to grab the pack and then put it in my friend's uh, rear pocket. He was wearing umbros. Y'all remember umbros? People used to act like they played soccer, but they didn't actually play soccer, but they wore umbros. I don't know. Umbros were really comfortable and fashionable for a little while. This must have been in middle school because that's about the time we wore umbros. Anyway. I fucking grab this deck, and I'm trying to put it in his pocket, but this fool had a shirt that was too long. We quite couldn't, couldn't quite figure out the logistics of me lifting the shirt and getting it into the back pocket, blah, blah, blah. It was taking a minute, and the dude saw us, and he fucking, this fool was like Olympian hurdler or something, big white guy, man. All of a sudden, he could jump. Fool jumped over the card table, grabbed both me and my friend by the wrist, I was like, I got you. I saw you. I saw you stealing. And I had the card pack in my hand, the, the pack of cards in my hand. And I was like, I, I was going to pay for these. And he's like, no, you weren't. Bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was going to pay for them. I was going to pay for them. And I, I guess I probably had the money. I don't know. But I acted like I was about to pay for them. And I was trying to get money out. And he's like, bullshit. You were trying to steal it. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, come on. We're going to go find security. Hey, you're in a mall. So there's mall security. And the stupid thing is my parents... No, my friend's parents were there in the mall. And we were like, oh my... And I i mean, that was one of those things where I literally felt like I shit my pants. Uh, I didn't, thankfully. And neither did my friend, thankfully. Because he was wearing umbros. And if you shit your pants in umbros, that shit is just going to drop straight to the ground. Because umbros are baggy like that. Anyway, we're walking around this mall. This guy's holding our arms. Come on, we're looking for security. <laughs> Man, we could not find security for the fucking life of him or whatever and we just couldn't find security walking up and down that mall and finally he walked us to an entrance he was just so frustrated um he walked us to the entrance of the mall opened the door and pushed us out was like if i see you in the mall again i'm calling the police and if i ever see you again i have whatever never stole again never fucking stole again that really shook us we were like little bitches we were not cut out for the criminal world um And I guess these guys from UCLA had never been caught or I don't understand that. Why you think stealing, I mean, these glasses are expensive. They're like $300 or something for a pair of like gooky sunglasses. I think they're like 20 something years old trying to steal that shit. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand how you think you're going to get away with stealing if you're an adult. I mean, if you're a kid, maybe somebody will, you know, have mercy on your young soul save you from a life of crime and release you and just scare the shit out of you or something but if you're an adult your ass going to jail so i would have left those motherfuckers over there taught them a lesson taught any other stupid american who was trying to go over there a lesson and i I don't know i don't so stupid and i think these guys are currently suspended but they're not they may actually play this year how do you still have them on the team that is so ridiculous. They pretty much, they not they pretty much, they admitted that they fucking did it. That they actually stole. So, I don't I don't know. I don't know how you allow those guys to be on the team still. But it is UCLA. I don't know what that means, really. No, that would be more like USC or something. 
Um, anyway, Trump also tweeted, tweeted this week about Marshawn Lynch, who's an NFL player. Um, sorry, I'm enjoying, uh, I'm enjoying a carbohydrate-filled... Uh, this week's drink is just beer. I'm drinking some New Belgium Gluttony, which is a pale ale crafted to remove gluten, which just does not taste good because I have salad residue in my mouth. Ugh, it's so weird. Um, I need some chips. Ugh. I got, the, I got, look at this shit. I got crackers here, healthy crackers. Flax seeds. What the fuck is, I mean, actually, these are not, no, but this is not compared to a chip. A flax seed cracker, which provides 400 milligrams of ALA omega-3. Uh, what am I doing? Um, Marshawn Lynch, he, he went, the, the Raiders played the Patriots in Mexico City, and Marshawn Lynch took a knee during the uh, American National Anthem, and then he stood for the Mexican National Anthem, and then Trump tweeted, Marshawn Lynch of NFL's Oakland Raiders stands for the Mexican Anthem and sits to booze for our National Anthem. Great disrespect. Next time NFL should suspend him for remainder of season. Attendance and ratings way down. What an idiot. Oh, man. Marshawn Lynch is fucking dope, man, by the way. Bad props to Marshawn Lynch. Um, Trump, he's basically race-baiting. He's doing the same shit he's doing, uh, trying to get any sort of attention he can because nobody's paying attention because he's not getting anything real done. So why not rile up his fucking crazy racist base with some, you know, nice taunting of African Americans and uh man if it involves any sort of Mexico thing fucking you better jump on that opportunity Trump shit that's what he's doing so Trump keeps doing his thing um hasn't done much else I think they passed a tax thing this week or the house passed the tax plan but it's still got to go through the senate and the likelihood of that happening apparently is very very low uh no need to get into tax code because that will be very boring. Although I actually am doing some taxes right now. I'm trying to get some uh, forms done. Very boring. The most boring. The boringest. Oh my god, I need to fucking pay an accountant to do this. But it's easy enough that I can do it. So I'm not going to pay somebody to do it. Um, in other news, this is Thanksgiving week. And uh, I hope everyone listening gets to spend some time with their families and uh, get a little bit of break uh, from work and whatnot. Uh, luckily, like I said, I got the whole week off, so it's been relatively chill. So far, I spent my Monday recovering from a hangover. Today, uh, I did taxes. And then I returned some things at Home Depot. And I did some work. Man, this is turning out to be a shitty fucking explanation of what I did today. Um, but Thanksgiving is always weird, I think, for us, anyway, for me anyway, because, like, we've never had, like, a really big extended family in the U.S. It's pretty much just, it was, like, growing up, it was my parents, my siblings, which there's three of, three, well, there's a total of four of us. I have a brother and two sisters. And then uh, I had one aunt who lived in Fort Worth, but other than that, it was really, we didn't have other family. We were the, just, it was just our family. So our Thanksgiving always included other kind of randoms 
basically other strays. So these were either other people who were similar to us and that they didn't have a big extended family, or they were probably like the most annoying part of some extended family that didn't get invited anywhere. So they came to our fucking house. <laughs> I remember we used to just have like random ass neighbors. Like we had this woman, oh, I'm not going to say her name, but she was really overweight and She's a lot of lard on the tamales, let's put it that way. And she used to yell at her husband, and uh, that was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was fun. You know, it's it's always, I always thought it would be cool to have, like, a larger family and to have, like, you know, really big Thanksgiving. And But, I don't know, things get complicated once you have big families. Like, I, I spend a lot of Thanksgiving, I spend most Thanksgivings with Larissa's family now. And that's usually pretty cool. They're all really good people, but... Uh, once you get into extended families, then you have like, you know, politics and man, those, those Thanksgivings, a couple of those have heated up getting into politics or basically liberals versus old people. And we're slowly starting to become those old people. So it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic changes. But, um, I've definitely gotten into it on some hot topics at Thanksgiving and made things very uncomfortable, and um, I don't know. I, there's 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 been some fun Thanksgivings. I remember uh, my first Thanksgiving in California. I was a freshman uh, at Stanford, and I couldn't afford to go home, and uh, neither could my roommate Francisco. And so he had invited me. Somehow he knew some friend of a friend of a friend who had like family in San Jose, and he was like, "Yeah, they invited me to go to their house." and they said you can come too. I was like, okay, cool, you know. So, but we we had the whole week off, and we were just staying in the dorms, I guess. And um, I wanted to go mountain biking. And you guys know I like mountain biking, but back then I barely knew how to do any of this, and I had barely gone to any of those trails. But um, I told Francisco, "Yo, man, we're gonna borrow a bike for you," because I already had one um, that I brought with me. It wasn't like super fancy, but it was nice. And I said, Let, I'll borrow a bike for you, dude. And then we're going to go mountain biking. And Francisco doesn't give a shit about mountain biking. He's like total like regular sports person, not into like skateboarding or biking or anything. But I convinced this fool to go biking with me. And there's trails that you can actually ride to uh, from Stanford that are not very far. So we get on our bikes and it was probably like five miles to get to the trailhead. We get, this is this is a long time ago for all you youngins out there. Are you chillins? This was back in 1996. Yeah, back when that when I was cell phones. Unless you were a big Wall Street fat cat or a drug dealer. Uh, so anyway, we rode our bikes to Arastadero Preserve. And um, literally like 100 yards in, we both got flats. <laughs> We got fucking flats on in the bikes. And I need another beer, so we're going to pause real quick. We got flats on the bikes. We're going to start with that. One second. All right, I'm back. I got a beer, and I picked up one of these cats along the way. If you're not uh, watching on YouTube and you want to check out what this cat looks like, go to approximately, approximately minute 35 Oh, this is a homeboy, Toasties. This is the OG. He's the original cat that made me the cat lady that I am. Huh, buddy? You're a good boy. Oh, look at that. Toast the OG. 
This guy was a stray, found on the rough streets of Silicon Valley somewhere. And uh, he had a lot of issues when he was a child. He had, uh, he had a lot of mocos in his ears. I'm not kidding. I had to clean his ears for years. Pinche mocos. And they gave him a surgery and they got rid of the mocos. Huh, buddy? All right. So back to Thanksgiving. Um, the fucking bikes. They got flats, man. We got flats. <laughs> and we had barely got to the trail. And we were like, fuck, what are we going to do, dude? We didn't have cell phones. We didn't even know what cell phones were at the time. Yeah, we did. Um, so we walked out of there. And then um, I remembered, I said, dude, by the freeway that we rode past, there's a payphone. And we can call uh, the campus. And he's like, but everybody's gone, dude. I was like, I don't know. Maybe we can call um They had left one RA in the dorm. And uh, just to make sure no idiots did something idiotic like what we were doing at the present time. But we didn't know his number. So we had like a general Stanford number. I don't know how we remember the number, but we called like the operator at Stanford. We need you to get Jimmy on the phone. Jim, I can't remember his last name. And uh, we're calling, and I can't get a hold of him. Finally, like I don't know how he finally hicks up, and we're like, "Hey, Jimmy, we're, we left. We went to, for a bike ride, and our bikes have flats. We need you to come get us." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> Jimmy was like this tall Jewish guy. He was like the super nicest guy in the world. He's like, "Where are you?" We're like, "We're over here by the 280 and and Foothill or that uh, Page Mill." <laughs> He's like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> like, we went mountain biking. He's like, you went mountain biking? And he was probably, like, laughing because we were like these two stupid Mexican kids. <laughs> Everybody else, you know, they could afford to go home. So they went home and we, we decided to go mountain biking. <laughs> that was the last time Francisco ever went mountain biking. But anyway, Jimmy was nice enough to come out in his uh, whatever he had. I think he had, like, a Honda Accord or something or a Toyota Camry. I just remember that because we threw them in the trunk and the bikes were hanging out. And there go our stupid asses back to 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 Larkin, which was our dorm. Um, so that was an eventful uh, little Thanksgiving uh, journey. Um, I, I think we went to his friend's house. I know, it was pretty boring. We just sat in some living room of some house, some people that I didn't know, and they fed us, and that was very nice of them. Um, more recently, probably like... Gosh, oh shit. Why do beers do that? You just get all crazy and want to bubble out and shit. That ain't right. It was probably like five or six years, probably six years ago. I was working on the uh, the screenplay. Maybe seven years ago. Fuck. Um, the screenplay for Americano, which is about... Um, a Mexican immigrant, and um, I was working on it, and I thought I wanted to do a little bit of quote-unquote research and just talk to some guys who um, have maybe been through that experience or were going through experience or whatever, and um, Larissa, like I said, we usually go do um, Thanksgiving in LA, and so... I think she had flown down early. Maybe she got off a day or two before I did. 
and uh, I was going to fly down on Thanksgiving Day morning. So she was already in L.A. with her family, and I was supposed to meet her on Thursday morning. Well, Wednesday, I'm at home, I guess, working on this screenplay, and then I decide to go get uh, some Mexican food. And I go to this place where a lot of Mexican dudes work, and they have a bar and stuff, and so I sat at the bar, and I start ordering drinks, and I'm talking to the dudes, and I'm asking them all these questions just about like how they got to the U.S. and what their life is like and all this shit. Long story short... I buy them a drink and da 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 da. And like, the place isn't open super late, maybe it's like 11. But there's a bunch of bars nearby. And like, I had already picked, you know, I had learned our names. And um, they were like real cool. And I was just like, I'm going to go to this other bar. You guys want to roll? And they were like, fuck it, you know? And um, they're like, yeah, we, we know the guys. Like, it turned out, like, everyone who works in restaurants and bars in that neighborhood, this is Mountain View. They, um, they all know each other. Because they all work together and whatnot. And so they hooked us up uh, at a southern bar, Molly McGee's or some shit. Or St. Stephen's Green, one of those. And, um, man, I got we got fucking wasted that night. Just stupid wasted. And then I used to live really close to there, like walking distance, like maybe like three or four blocks. So we fucking closed the bar out. And I was like, you guys want to fucking keep partying? And they were like, fuck it, you know. Man, we ended up at my place. I had these three random fucking undocumented dudes, hella drunk at my house. Never met them before. At some point, I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm fucked up. I'm, I'm about to throw up. I probably threw up. That actually, I think I did throw up that night. Um, and I think one of them crashed out in the living room on the couch or something. <laughs> it's such a fucking stupid night. But this is all in the name of art and research and basically getting fucking bellow. Um, at some point the dude took off, whatever. I woke up, barely made it to the fucking airport. I don't even know how I got to the airport because they didn't have Uber back then. Man, they all, they all my old man stars before, back before cell phones. Back before we had Uber, I had to drive myself drunk to the airport to go to Thanksgiving with my family. Uh, I don't know. I probably was still mildly buzzing. I don't know. I don't remember very well. Definitely hella hungover. Hella hungover. I fucking, uh, got to the airport, flew southwest, flew to LA, and then, uh, Larissa picked me up, and then we had to go, um, I guess back to her house. And then take a shower and then go to her relatives for Thanksgiving. Uh, but when she picked me up, she was like, oh my God, you smell like you just poured vodka all over yourself. And I'm like, I took a shower. She's like, you fucking stink. She's like, I can't take you home like this. <laughs> so we stopped by like a CVS or a Walgreens on the way home. And I bought some Axe body spray because that is about the only time when I would want to smell like that shit is if I'm covering up some vodka. And uh, yeah, sprayed that Axe on. And then when I got to her house, I just gave her mom a really quick hug. Hi, how you doing? I'm going to take a shower. Fucking walked into the shower pretty much immediately. Uh, showered my fucking smelly alcoholic ass. And um, then we went off to Thanksgiving. And I remember that was probably the quietest I ever was at any one of those Thanksgiving. Because I was just like, oh, chingo su madre. I don't want to fucking throw up this fucking potatoes. Ugh. 
they offered. Would you like some wine? Nah, I'll pass. I'm I'm okay. They probably just like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Normally fucking alcoholic drinking wine. Little did they know, I was already pickled. So that was a memorable fucking Thanksgiving. Fantastic way to ring in a festive family holiday. Uh, being uh very drunk. Uh, but you know, I think you know I have actually a lot of other. I remember going to Mexico for Christmas and like my uncles being fucking drunk and like my grandpa got drunk once and pissed all over the bathroom. We were like, "What's going on? He's peeing on the floor." Fuck, dude. He's faded, fool. That's what's going on, dumb little shit. He's being a man. He said, I don't need to pee on that toilet. I can pee on that tile. Why not? Uh, Luckily, I have not done that. I have not peed on tile ever. Uh, But I do have a lot of stupid drunken stories. We could have a whole fucking podcast if that's what... I really cared to make this. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, that was another fun Thanksgiving experience. This time, um, what we started doing now, because we're lazy and because we don't want to deal with traffic or traveling, is we literally drive every Thursday morning down to L.A. directly to uh, Thanksgiving dinner. So we leave like at 9, um, take a change of clothes, change it to Starbucks a few minutes from Larissa's family's uh, house, and then just get there and have a Thanksgiving uh, dinner. And Larissa's mom and her brother are there, and uh, as all are her cousins. This is the big Jewish extended family, which they're all really great people. We have a good time, and then we stay in L.A. for a day or two. Usually come back on Saturday because Sunday driving back from L.A. is just a fucking mess. So that's about all we're going to do this year. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll probably just chill. I think Larissa has a day off. Maybe we'll have our little family Thanksgiving with the cats. I do believe some of the cat food we have is turkey. So we may serve that up fresh at the fucking cannon. No grains or preservatives for these kitty cats. Puro pinch of turkey. Fuck yeah, bro. Um, so we'll do that with the cats tomorrow, hang out, uh, maybe go up to the new house, get some stuff. We still haven't ordered a couch. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. What couch should we get? I have no fucking idea. I would have already bought one a long time ago, probably made a mistake, but it would be in the house and whatever. We'll eventually get a couch. Uh, we do have a grill and, uh. That's all I'm caring about right now. Um, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope uh, wherever you spend it is warm and that you enjoy the company of those that you love, whether they are your family or not, because that's the cool thing about being a grown-up is you can make your own family. That's the best part about it. Um, and, yeah, I hope you guys all enjoy that, enjoy some food. Uh, keep it low-carb, though, you know? Nah, eat, eat whatever the fuck you want, man. You only live once. Who gives a shit, man? I don't really care what people do. Um, I just, you know, sometimes I like to drink a lot of carbohydrates. Sometimes I like to eat nasty-ass salad. Ugh, damn salad. Um, Anyway, hope you guys all have a great one. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
And uh, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the podcast if you find it entertaining at all. And uh, yeah, just share it. Share it on your, uh, you know, social media accounts. I don't know how you describe it. Actually, if you have any feedback, I would really appreciate that. Leave it in the YouTube comments. Probably the best way to do it. And um, yeah, any any sort of stuff that you like, that you don't like, that you want to hear more of. I'm trying to work on it more as a solo podcast as of late. Um, kind of as a writing, a way to work on some ideas for writing. And um, so the feedback would be much appreciated. Thank you all. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you, uh, you know, don't get too drunk. And if you do, go get some fucking axe. That shit works. Peace.